What's up, you'll hear it. Hey, this is Bob Deboo, the host of the Upright Citizens podcast. Got a question for you. How would you like to get inside the mind of one of the most recorded musicians of all time? Well, here's your chance. The legendary bassist Ron Carter will join the Open Studio community on June 14th for an exclusive one-time-only live mentor session. You don't want to miss this. To learn the secrets to the maestro's iconic sound, gain insights to his unique musical mind in real time, pick his brain on his illustrious career, and get answers that'll propel your music to new heights. Join today and unlock your free 14-day trial at openstudiojazz.com. Then you'll be able to not only join the maestro in this exclusive conversation, but dig into his brilliant course, Blueprint for Jazz Bass, and so much more. So sign up now. Peace. Hey, Peter. Hey. You know what time it is? It's Friday. It's First Take Friday. First Take Friday. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It Podcast. Seek advice, inspiration, and listening. Oh, yeah. Because it's First Take Friday. <laughs> Peter, I forgot something when what? we started. You know what I forgot? What? You're going to hate me for forgetting this. Oh. I totally forgot the whoosh. But there it is now. Yeah, I apologize to your listeners. That was like a like a like an exposed whoosh. I know. Which is interesting. Uh, you know, I got this board, and there's all these buttons on it. Yeah. Sometimes I just I don't want to stare at it and push the buttons. Right. I just want to be here in the room with the people. You just know what I'm saying? Be present. Be present. Just be in present. So, so this is the great thing about listening to music. I always find that like it just centers me in a way that it's like... I mean, I love talking about the harmony, and like we were talking the other day about lyrics and all these different elements that we can and can't learn or should and practice and I mean strategies on doing this I mean this is this is our stuff we love doing that but it's so fun to just sit down and listen to music and like you kind of remember this is what it's all about and to me in some ways it's just as meaningful and impactful as playing music Absolutely. It, it's it's so connected in that same way of of participating in music of being a part of it of like immersing oneself in the language and I think that as one learns to listen deeper and deeper, I know for myself and appreciate it more, it's it becomes very much similar, very similar to playing music. It's connecting with the language in a, in totally. a way that's great. Totally. And we're going to connect with the language today. So this past week, as we record this, this actually just a couple of days ago, the Grammy nominations were announced. Yes. And I thought we could spend just now until the Grammys, essentially, Listening to some nominated artists. This is all about listening to new music anyway. Right. And I like to get kind of caught up with what's happened and who might win. Now, the biggest news, I think, for jazz pianists specifically, jazz musicians in general, is that a jazz pianist has been nominated for Album of the Year, which is a huge deal. And that's John Batiste, of course. Yes. uh, Who you know personally, like you worked with when he was a kid, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He used to come over uh, just a few times, though, but for lessons my house when he was a teenager and I very wisely told his his mom and dad that he needed to get a better teacher and he did so that was well I just recommended a a classical teacher I was like you know he's welcome to come over and hang whenever we can play this is in New Orleans in New Orleans yeah but I said he's doing and he was already either started or about to start at the uh New Orleans Center for Creative Arts a fantastic um you know, uh, arts high school. Oh, there's got to be a ton of talented kids coming out of there. Yeah, so I knew he was going to get all, like, no. you know, the ensemble playing and stuff. So, but it's it's been one of my, the joys of my 
um, you know, kind of educator sideline career over these years to see him as well as Sullivan Fortner and some other great pianists, you know, just really grow up and go on to do amazing things. And, and this is quite an accomplishment. Well, there's a, there's a lot going on here for jazz musicians in this year's Grammy nominations, even for the big categories like album of the year. Uh, you know, there, there's John Batiste is nominated. Tony Bennett is nominated. Um, even like her, uh, who has worked with Robert Glasper is nominated and, yep. and uh, on Kanye West's uh, Grammy nominated Donda. I know uh, Corey Henry yep. did some writing for that and playing on it. So, and I think this thing with Jonathan Batiste for record of the year, is it album of the year? Or it's record? both it's album of the year. And then record, we're going to listen to the record of the year submission right, the which track. is on the album of the right. year. But this is huge because I'm thinking back. So Herbie Hancock was nominated, nominated and won, I believe for, for album of the year. Yep. For the um, Joni. For the Joni. Yeah. So like, that's kind of a very rare intersection of a true jazz album. Absolutely. Hitting that top. And then of course, Esperanza Spalding. Absolutely. Uh, similar thing. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, I can't remember. I'm sure it's happened other times, but it's been a while if it has. Yeah. It, it happens sporadically, but it's always, it's always great to see. And it's a, such a cool album. I, I highly recommend everybody go listen to the entire record. It's really a pop record. I mean, yeah. you know, that's why it's, it's here, but it's made by, a very skilled jazz pianist in John Batiste. I mean, legit skilled oh, jazz yeah. pianist. Of course, you know, on uh, music director on the Stephen Colbert Late Show. Right. Um, but he's such a great musician. And so I love this cover, too. I don't know if you've seen this cover. The name of the album is We Are. Yes. And it's this beautiful cover. First of all, he's a handsome dude. And, like, he's he's wearing this, like, red robe with this yellow scarf. And he's a snappy dresser. Striking. Can we say that? Oh man, I mean, it's, it's like such a it's it's one of those album covers that you will remember always uh, as you listen to this record because it's so striking. Is that striking. a selfie you think he took, or did it, was there a stylist and professional crew there? I'm I bet I'm just going to take a bet here that this one photograph costs more than our entire pod suite here, <laughs> the budget for the entire pod suite. It's a very it's a beautiful photograph and uh, it's a great album cover. So I thought we could listen to you know so we are is the album and that's nominated for album of the year and the second track is freedom and that's nominated for record of the year. Right. And I thought we could listen to freedom. Awesome. Here it is.
Freedom from uh, Jonathan Baptiste. John Baptiste, we are, and yes, you know that we're this twenty twenty one, right? Let me set the scene for you. You know what I'm saying? Twenty twenty one. Yes, that's a blues, buddy. That's a blues. That's nominated a for blues. record of the year. It's a five four blues right <laughs> that's there. Amazing. Yeah. God bless New Orleans. It's like Louisiana. going back to nineteen fifties when that happened a lot. Oh man, you know? and I love all of the little details in there. The first of all, the production is killing, especially for a pop record. I mean, of course, all of these production tricks that. Uh, are so prominent, uh, man. I was just listening to this, or actually, it was a it's a YouTuber named Twelve Tone. You know this YouTuber no. named Twelve Tone. It was an answer to a Rick Beato video. Who? Rick Beato. Okay. Famous YouTuber. Friend uh, of the pot. Friend was of the pot. A, friend of the pot. An answer to one of Rick's vids about um, why new music is boring. But it, mm-hmm. but and I don't actually think Rick thinks that. But it, but you know, it just has this reputation now for yeah. that kind of stuff. But the the production value of new music is part of the like quote unquote music theory that's happening right in music now and this is a great example of that like yes. this is a record that couldn't have been made 30 years ago right you know because no. of the way the production value is and i, I kind of i'm super into it actually i think it's great and i mean i think it's yeah it's taking the, the technology that's available um the same way actually it was done in in different ways but this but the the concept of taking technology and letting that be a prominent part of the creative process of how music is recorded, music is presented. That's always happened. Always. I mean, back to the beginning of recordings period, but definitely you're talking about the sixties and seventies. That was kind of the heyday for that. Yeah. Um, so I think that this is, you know, we're in this period where, you know, the possibilities are li- limited now in a way that's good in that, like we went through this period where it's like, Oh, everything is limitless because you can have a plugin for this. You can do this. And like we, maybe some of the production stuff went off the rails a little bit and like this kind of harness more, you can get really cool and creative and organic sounds in a, in a, in a way that's different because of technology than you could 30 years ago. But the end result that we're looking for, that cohesion of the art is still the primal thing as opposed to getting stuck. Like, like in other words, they're using the technology for good, like for a creative thing, as opposed to being used by the technology. Well, perhaps. that but the technology has been has been used creatively, you know, the entire time. It just does it like, like you rarely but, hear a mix of something like this, right? right? Which is a really good feeling blues, you know, form. Yeah. But it's the, like they didn't let the technology get in the way of you still getting that, even though it took advantage of some of the technological. That's true. Um, advantages, but there are all those hallmarks of things like sound design, right? Which yeah. didn't happen twenty or thirty right. years ago. That are happening more and more now, even in stuff like this. It's really exciting to hear. Yeah, that, no, I think it's great. I just think it's great that it did. It felt like for a lot of folks, we had a period where you know, especially sound design, 
um, and, you know, auto-tune and these different things were like, they were so powerful and they'd been around for a while, but all of a sudden it was like, well, you could actually do it relatively easy. So it's like, we got to use that on everything yeah, yeah. as opposed to like using that as an answer for a specific creative problem. It was like, there was a technological device available. So let's play with it. Right. You know, now this is a more nuanced use of these things where it's coming in. I mean, it very much reminds me, I don't want to overstate how much I like John Batiste in this album um, and the kind of the way he's doing things, but it, it kind of reminds me of like the way that um, Stevie Wonder and Herbie Hancock, like in the seventies were using very new technology, oh, keyboard technology, true. Totally true. but they were always using a lens of like, you know, soul and creativity and right. organic flow of the music. That was always the, the, the barometer of, of, of how they were going to use it. Absolutely. And I love the feel on here, man. There's some, I mean, the, the feel of the drums, the, the feel of the horns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, it's timeless. It's got a little swampy New Orleans uh, swamp backbeat on, on it, too. Especially if you're watching the video, which I know you were doing. I started doing that. I got yeah. it synced up. I was going, I highly recommend that. You can see that on YouTube on, on J-Bat's, uh, Jonathan ba John Baptiste. Um, what you call him, J-Bat? J-Bat. That's what we all called him for a long time. And it was Jonathan. And I see it's, he's officially John Baptiste on John his Batiste, YouTube channel. Yeah. But um, you can see this video, and it's all in New Orleans. It's some really, I mean, some of these blocks, I know exactly where they are. He's got the St. Aug High School marching band in effect. He's got about 20 costume changes. Costume changes? I, or uniform. Costume, what do you call that? Well, it's not a uniform. It's, 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 it's not like everybody a, it's like else is wearing it, Peter. What is it? Well, it's like a video uniform for the leader, right? It's a costume. It's a costume. It's a show business, man. It's not the military. What are you talking about? Uniform. It's, it's uh, I mean... That's true. But I mean, but there is a uniformity with, well, you got to see the video. I mean, like, they're all wearing the same things, but it's coordinated. You got to coordinate. So you got to coordinate. Mushroom jacket, mushroom belt. You got to coordinate. I'm going to fix that for you right please, now. Please fix that for me. But he's got, and then the whole video has a concept, and the story is, it's very subtle, but it's a parade. It's a New Orleans parade. Do so they there's do, constant movement along. Do they do many parades in there? It's been known to happen. <laughs> yeah. Come once in yeah, a while. Celebrating life, celebrating death, celebrating everything. Have you heard that Hannibal Burris bit about going to New Orleans? And he's like, on New Orleans, you can just have a parade <laughs> on a Tuesday. You right, just go to right. the police station. It's hilarious, man. We should listen to it sometime. That's awesome. Yeah, but highly recommend the video. I mean, just from a, a videography standpoint, choreography, dancing. J-Bod just hitting the wobble hard, and he's got a bunch of folks, some kids in here. I mean, it's it's quite the production. The color on it is um, the color grading. I would give it an A+. Listen to this guy. He's I mean, a you know, newfound video I, editor well, here who knows this stuff. Wow. No, but I mean the, 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 uh, the, color, the color grading on it and the, just the color of the, of the uniforms. The photography. It's, it's amazing. Oh, the uniforms. Okay. <laughs> it's it's got different colors to the uniforms. Well, it's We Are. It's Grammy-nominated. We're going to be listening to a lot of Grammy-nominated jazz musicians Because we are up. mainstream now. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, you know, how often do No you... independent releases. Grammy Awards only. <laughs> no, no, no. But how often do the Grammys come out and you're like, ah, oh, I've never heard of any of these. We're going to fix that for you. Okay. We're going to fix that for you right now. Does Harry Connick have something uh, nominated? Not that I've seen, but okay. not, maybe it's not his year. Oh, Harry Connick's going to be on a big live anti-production. You know about that. No. Coming up on, I believe, CBS. As you know what? they have the musicals li live. Fatty Arbuckle is what's the guy's name? No, uh, Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> Daddy Warbucks. Exactly. He's entirely bald. No way. He's, he's fully shorn on that. On Does that, that work with his face? <laughs> it's pretty funny looking. Okay, actually. it does kind of work though. Because he's got great hair, that guy. Not in this thing, he doesn't. Right. But I think it's one of those like maybe he's not shorn. It's a bald cap. It might be a bald cap. <laughs> 
like a Broadway bald cat. You got to be ready for your off day, you know. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back here on Monday where we're going to be checking out some uh, some of our favorite, not our favorite. We're going to be checking out some YouTube videos that Ooh, are recommended to us and just yeah. hanging. Yeah. Till then, you'll hear it. <laughs>